0: back three dudes with a view tuesday edition uh it's a gloomy day out there and i think it's gonna stay that way by all accounts my name's del kennedy i'm dude number three dude number two clayton harris has just parked the bus and entered the building good morning clayton
3: good morning del good morning everybody
0: dude number one mr jim york how are you good morning del good morning everybody out there all right you're coming in well this morning all right we've got uh as usual, on Tuesday, we have uh, Ron Hart, favorite son, native son of Columbia, 1977 graduate of Columbia Central High. How you doing, Ron? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And Jerry Bridenbow, who is uh, a member of the Murray County Commission, also chair of the Murray County Republican Party. How's it going, Jerry?
5: Good morning, everybody. Doing great. And we
0: also have a, a special guest with us this morning who's going to speak about... Uh, things going he's a member of the murray county school board uh and uh he's going to talk to us about what happened with the charter school decision and perhaps other things going on with murray county schools good morning Wayne. good morning good morning glad to be here all right ron i want to for you your column this week is really one of the more serious pieces i've i recall and uh it, it you know you do have your usual zingers in there but uh you really have something i thought that was well thought uh in this week's column and i'm gonna i'm gonna read from it a little bit ron hart writes a weekly column folks it's in about 60 platforms around the world whether they be websites newspapers whatever and that includes our own main street murray right here uh in murray county the main street murray his column appears every week um And Ron writes this week, As I watched rockets flying at each other, devout Muslims attacking the Jewish people, and then vice versa, I thought to myself, Yet another display of very religious people just being religious. All three religions in this war, Muslim, Jews, and to some, some degree, Christians, read the Old Testament. And if you read that good book, you get a lot of violence and, and smiting. All three religions draw different conclusions from it, but from simply reading it, you see that violence and consequences are graphic. Muhammad inherited the pre-existing Jewish and Christian understanding of God. Thus, Moses, Jesus, and Muhammad are equal parts compassion, anger, and wrath. Growing up in a small town, different brands of religion surrounded me When I asked my preacher if the Bible is based in the Middle East, mostly Jerusalem over two thousand years ago, they were the why were the guys named Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? I thought that was a logical question, but often there it is little logic in religion that is why it's called belief or faith. After careful consideration, I joined the church with the best basketball league. Religion done well provides moral, structure, community, comfort, and local charity. When reason or logic give way to emotional, emotional and illogical tribal beliefs, wars ensue. They always have. All right, I've got to click on something here. Just back from Italy, I'm reminded of all of the many past religious wars, writes Ron. From crusades of the soldiers of Christ in response to the Muslim conquests, which lasted from the 11th until the 13th century, to the Byzantine Empire, to the Romans, who killed Jesus for preaching his upstart religion. The Byzantine Empire was taken out during the Ottoman Empire, an empire I can only presume was based on putting your feet up. This is a clumsy way of saying that all of this religious fighting has gone on for thousands of years. It is hard to understand and certainly foolish. For us to intervene okay who wants to jump in on that one jerry <laughs>
5: <laughs> that, that's awful deep for eight o'clock on a, on a uh-huh. tuesday morning that's uh, ron i said
3: that's one of the most
0: ser- serious messages i've ever heard
3: well it's hard to make that one funny you got death in the gaza death in the mid-east you know do humor uh uh I, I do mention toward the end of the column that uh you know peace process began with bill clinton when he met with Yasser Arafat, you know, in the '90s, and they advised each other, and, and you know, and Yasser Arafat gave Clinton great advice. He says, "Goats don't talk." There you go.
0: Well, What's and up? I'm also reminded. <laughs> all right, Clayton. What, Clayton's either having some kind of.
3: You know, I'm, I'm laughing at Ron's joke there, that, that nobody laughed at. But I get it. I get it. I, I get it. Yeah. Yasser Arafat told Bill Clinton, "Goats don't speak." Okay, uh, Monica Walensky, whatever. So, anyway, a little history lesson there. They're afraid to laugh. At eight in the morning. They're afraid. Yeah. What do, yeah, you, think, what do you
1: say, Miss York? Well, I heard I I heard some some real reasonable deductive reasoning from, from Ron Hart for the first. time. <laughs> but you know he's he's right to a certain extent. Those wars have been going on, and people have used all relig- religions. To their best advantage. And it started, you know, doing colonizations when countries use religions to go in with the missionaries. It happened in, on all geopolitical fronts. And a lot of times people didn't have the intentions of really being respectful, peaceful, and loving to their mankind. They were after something. And, you know, the Bible. Uh, that I believe in, is is a is a template. Uh, there's a lot of things in the Bible that's conflicting in the Judeo-Christian religion. There's a lot of things in other religions that are conflicting also. So, when you look at the mass, uh, when you just take religion and follow religion just because you are a follower of religion, you are apt to make some definite mistakes in life, and you're might You're probably going to injure people and have wars like we've had. You're probably going to oppress people. You're probably going to do things that are not really spiritual in nature. So, you know, religion is a template. And if, you know, you can, many people go and look at the Old Testament. But the New Testament says to love thy neighbor as thyself. And people don't do that. They want to reflect. They want to switch back and forth between the two testaments and and come up with their own interpretation. And ministers use it to their advantage. People use it to their advantage. Just like for for Wayne, for instance, people will say, There's no prayer in school. You can't pray in school. Preachers will shout that as loud as they possibly can. That is not the truth.
3: That is not the truth. You I mean, people that are fighting religion at school say, you, preachers don't say you can't pray in school, do they?
1: Well, I've heard preachers say that. I've heard ministers say that you can't
3: pray in school. Yeah, and, and what and the law the says is on their that you, that hurting their brand, or that's—
1: No, what they're after is—I guess, I don't know. But what what happens in schools is that anybody in the state cannot lead prayer because other students of different religions are there. So you respect the other religions. Right. So, you know, religion involved in in world political, geopolitical effects is complicated, and it's difficult. But if you're religious, you're going to try to live to a certain standard of that template that's the Bible or the Quran or whatever.
5: Yeah. Well, and and, no. and Jill, you came to Go ahead, you Came to me first, and I, I was kind of taken off guard there for a minute. Well, I mean, minute, we'd, but, we've heard
0: we but we're, we're well, we're hearing and, some very carefully considered thoughts this morning, and and I, uh, there's a place for that on right. three days. Well,
5: and and we we think about this a lot, and and um, I look it, I look at it. Chuck Colson used to to teach um, biblical worldview, and. Uh, Ron is right that Judaism, Christianity, and Islam all trace their roots back to Abraham, and we all know the story that's uh that's told in the book of genesis uh, and and i you know I believe that the Bible is the inerrant word of God, uh, that it is truth inherent to our lives, and that the New Testament fulfills the Old Testament, but it doesn't supersede the Old Testament. The Old Testament is mostly history, um, and it sets the stage for the New Testament. But in the 12th chapter of Genesis, if you go back to when uh, the promise was first made to Abraham and Sarah, that Abraham would be the father of many nations and the children of promise would come from him, then Sarah, in disbelief, sent her handmaid into Abraham and said, well, God, you're not doing what you said you were going to do, so I'm going to help you out a little bit. And she sent Hagar in to Abraham, she conceived from Abraham, and she gave birth to Ishmael. And Sarah was jealous, she threw out Hagar from the camp, and in the 12th chapter of Genesis, God promised Hagar that Ishmael would be the father of many nations, that there would be, his descendants would be innumerable. This is where people don't like to hear it, but in that same passage in the 12th chapter of Genesis, God also told her that Ishmael's people would be a contentious people and not get along with anybody, right? And you can take that however you want, but that's what Scripture says. And, of and course, then Ishmael's
0: descendants being the modern, yeah, modern day. Yeah, Ishmael
5: is the father of Islam. Yeah. And later then Sarah did conceive, gave birth uh, to Isaac, who gave birth to Jacob, and Jacob gave birth to the twelve sons who became the twelve tribes of Israel. And those are the children of promise, that God promised Abraham would be the the blessed nation, and that became what we now call the nation of Israel, but the Israelites. So they're right in that the, the conflict goes back clear back to the beginning of time yes. and 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 in the Bible and I believe that there's going to be conflict uh, there's there's never going to be a lasting peace there may be an uneasy truce from time to time but we are told that until uh, until the Lord comes again and time comes to an end these two groups, will clash. There will be contention. It, it is
3: it, it is a religious war, then. It will continue forever. And But why? In that respect, it is. But, right. but Jerry, and
1: mankind and does not have to result into violence. We live with conflict day and day, but people shun conflict. Whenever conflict is good, when you can come to an agreement, when people result in violence because they don't want to sit down and talk, that's bad. We're always well, going to have conflict in society. Well,
5: I don't you know, agree with that. Ron's, and we... Ron's
1: point, though,
0: Ms. York, and, and, and you were—I mean, you were talking about it as well—is that this conflict between Israel and the Palestinians, uh, Ron's point, two points, I think, goes back is a religious conflict which goes back for thousands of years, and and Jerry has just uh, reinforced that very uh, eloquently by pointing out that. It, you know, it, it originates at the beginning of time in Genesis with uh, Isaac and Ishmael. And, uh, um, and so it, it's not something that arose in uh, 1949 when the state of Israel was uh, formed. It goes back thousands of years exactly. before that. But, Ron, so that, was, that's, that point, I think, is well considered. And I was interested in
3: what you and Jerry just had to say. But then, I just don't think we need to in, in, in get another intractable war. We're over yeah. three. Uh, starting in Vietnam, we got nothing. 53,000 lives. we got nothing from that. We're buying suits and, and you know shirts from them right now. I don't think we changed anything. There was no domino effect. We're lied to by the government in the Gulf of Tonkin, and we end up in that war. We're lied to by the government, uh, about yellow cake, weapons of mass destruction. So we end up in Iraq, Afghanistan. we leave $83 billion worth of equipment to the Taliban, which may well be being used in this war. Uh, we're selling arms all around the world. Uh Eisenhower's right. in, in the military industrial complex is, is an issue that that you know, the the D C especially now the Democrats more than the Republicans it used to be the Republicans were the war were the Hawks. Now it seems like it's the, the Democrats because that's you know, Raytheon and all these companies paying money. Well,
0: except they just, they- for these Except for but, these mugwump Republicans, the Rhino
3: Republicans yeah. that got exposed in this recent speaker deal. And that's a, the one Yeah. In the, you know, well, Lindsey Graham is, you know, he's seven years old, never had any kids. So he's he's always ready to fight. I don't know what to, you know. You know, <laughs> you know right. I'm always, well, you know, LeBron, there's we're, nothing
0: hey, was, we're about, we're about uh, up on a LeBron, hard Ron, you,
1: you need to understand that your buddy Mitch McConnell on this weekend on Face the Nation referred to all the jobs that were created in the industrial war complex,
0: yeah, and
3: you
1: know. how elated he was.
3: He's a war
0: monger. Yeah. I
3: mean, he is yeah. a war monger. I mean, need, he needs I to mean, go. I mean there's a new a new form of people there. You know, it's it's. Uh, you know this is really true. We sell we sell weapons to Saudi Arabia that sells them to them, that sells them to all, them right. we're all Ron, the world calls real, them.
0: real quick, we're up against the break though. So, but you the, the last. You're concluding well, or one of your conclusions. It is hard to understand. It's certainly foolish for us to intervene. Does that
3: mean that you are do not support aid to Israel here? Yeah, yeah. You should. Get some, if you want to send a money fine, but just realize we're thirty two trillion in debt. This party is going to end pretty soon. Where you know, Ukraine's coming after us for money. Uh, they're coming after us for money. We cannot continue to just just print money and, and finance the world's business. We're not, we're not going to go under as a country, we're not going under because of a conquering Muslim en- enemy. We're not going to go under for because of this weak Russian enemy. We're going to go under. If we spend too much money. We're going to go broke. That's how this country's going to go under. We're going to be broke. There we go. It's going a war. All right,
0: let's take a break. We'll come back.
2: grade. Attention, Middle Tennessee. Ready to unlock the secret to faster, easier weight loss? Introducing the revolutionary weight loss injection that's changing lives. Now at the Dr. Gill Center. Shedding those extra pounds has never been simpler. It's quick, it's effective, and it's here to help you. Imagine stepping into a slimmer, healthier you. Our experienced team is here to guide you every step of the way, ensuring you achieve your weight loss goal. The Dr. Gill Center is looking for 10 people who have more than 15 pounds to lose in the next 30 days. Call 615-882-4838 today and start your journey to a new you.
0: Edition Three Dudes for the View. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. We've been having, I think, one of the more. We, we, we've really been off conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican, and and uh, I've heard well considered thoughts uh, from Ron, Mr. York, uh, Jerry Um uh, And sometimes it's time to just sit back and try to look, you know. Take take the big picture. Figure out the historical context. Figure out what's going on in the world. Uh, let's see. Ron is trying to show me something here, I think. Uh, oh, no, no. I'm just reading something. reading some notes. Okay. Something else. All right. Yeah, dude. Some later on the day. Gotcha. Yeah. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr.
1: Jim York. Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there.
0: All right, uh, regular Tuesday special guest or guest, uh, Ron Hart, native son, favorite son of Columbia.
3: How are you? Good morning. Good morning, and Mister York, you should like this. You know, the, the evangelicals feel like when uh, when the rapture comes, you know, all the all the righteous will be called called to heaven. So that'll give the Democrats the permanent majority.
1: the evangelicals won't be in that direction they're going the other direction
0: (laughs) yeah there we go i gotta
1: remember
5: that yeah
0: there we go all right jerry broadabout chair of the murray (laughs) county uh republican party member of the county commission how you doing man
5: good morning everybody all right and then I,
0: i want to welcome in uh wayne lindsey who i don't think has ever been with us before he's a member of the murray county school board wayne how you doing great great good morning glad to be here glad to have you folks wayne was uh, one of the folks involved in this the the murray county school board uh, voted to deny the application of american classical schools to establish a charter school here in murray county and uh, I, i think in my from my perspective, I think Wayne probably got it right after I read the opinion of um the it's a legal opinion really of the uh what do you call that? What what was the appellate body? The uh
1: chairperson of the commission?
0: Right, the chair yeah, and the, the commission the on commission, the state commission on charter schools to which an appeal was taken of the Murray County School Board's denial and the Uh, state commission on charter schools upheld the decision of the murray county school board uh, denying the application of american classical schools to put a charter school here in murray county and uh, after i read that decision which is the kind of thing you know lawyers like to see it was a i mean it was a really the issue of well, let's let Wayne talk about it. Wayne, you're you're not uh, categorically against
4: charter schools. is my understanding. But not a, not at all. I'm, I'm uh, best way to describe it. I'm I'm pro good charter schools, but anti bad charter schools.
0: There you go. And uh, the the decision. I, I think a lot of people don't understand the 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 way that the legislation was written. Uh. The decision in front of the school board was not you know do we like charter schools or we don't like charter schools the state of tennessee in its legislation the legislature has uh specified uh, very uh in detail uh which applications should be accepted and which should not in other words the basic qualifications and so the job of the school board Uh, as i understand it you tell me what your understanding is is to if if the charter school application meets the state qualifications whether you're a charter school person or not school board is supposed to approve it uh if if it doesn't meet the state qualifications then the school board should deny it and you're, you're shaking your head yes over here wayne tell me about it
4: yeah everything you said is exactly right uh the state has laid out a very detailed process um And defines what a good charter school application looks like, and um, so we there's a state rubric laid out that uh, um, I I can't recall the number of pages, but a very lengthy document that uh, defines specifically that a good charter school application will look like this and that and and, and it goes through every aspect of it and our job as a as a school board was to to look at the application we had in front of us and use that rubric uh to define whether this was a good application as you said uh, and I, i said this in one of our first meetings uh the state legislature has decided through state law that that charter schools are something we're we're going to look at in the state of Tennessee. So that, that was not the, uh, the decision of the local board to decide whether charter schools, the ideology of charter schools was good or not. Our job was to, to look at the, the single application in front of us and decide if it met the state rubric and if it was a good application and a good fit for Murray County.
0: Yeah. And in a, and a in a, in a well reasoned, well considered, uh, very analytical, Way the state commission on uh, charter schools uh, basically upheld your point of view, Wayne. Uh, and what uh, what 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 did what did you notice that made you think that or led you to to the conclusion that American Classical did not meet the qualifications specified by the state?
4: Well, well I think a, a couple of things from from the get go. Um, if you're presented with a new idea, to me, to, to sell that idea, you have to do one of two things. Either one, you have to, have to show that you have past history and you're, you are successful uh, in that venture. So uh, it, when we looked at, at the application and we looked at American Classical, first and foremost, that they've never operated a school Uh, They they have certain individuals that have been involved in charter schools in other parts of the country. But American classical education uh, as a whole have never operated a school. So that was that was the 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 first thing that stuck out to me. So uh, so then you go from if they've never operated a school if they don't have a history of success then they then they better have a very good plan they better be able to lay out that here's how we are going to be successful and once we got in my opinion when i got into that application now uh i want i want to remind folks that that the application is not a a two or three page application i think it was a uh uh, about 565 pages so it was wow. a very lengthy document yeah. but but after you dive into that application to me there were uh some glaring holes there uh, and, and I'm the first to admit that I have, uh, 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 when, when it comes to curriculum and uh, and what goes on in a classroom, that's not my area of expertise. I'm not I'm not a, uh, an educator by trade. I was just someone silly enough to sign my name on the line to run for school board one day. <laughs> uh, Got it. Uh, but but I do understand the operation sides of things. Um, and and when uh, when Murray County Schools. When when Miss Ventura or or, or Mister Parman, when they come to the school board and say, "Hey, we need to build a new school," the first question we ask is, "Well, where do you want to build that school? Where, where is that school needed?" That's the most fundamental question that has to be answered, and and with American classical education's application, that in my mind, that most basic question couldn't they never answered that never said whether they were going to build school no they, they, they could never um could never tell even what area of the county i mean we, we live in a very vast county but uh when i have to decide how something affects murray county and and i represent uh, the 10th district which is is basically mount pleasant area if you tell me that this school was going to be on the south side of Columbia, then it greatly affects my people that I represent. Right. But if you tell me that it's going to be on the north side of Spring Hill, it probably has zero effect on my people. Right. So when you can't – when we were never told where this this uh, charter school was proposed to be placed, uh, leaves questions in my mind, how does it affect Murray County?
0: And, and again, the uh, State Commission on uh, uh, Charter Schools in a – from the an opinion rendered by the executive director which was adopted by the commission subsequently and in a very lengthy and analytical way uh absolutely agreed with you wayne so uh you you anticipated uh again you anticipated what turned out to be the actual flaws in the application uh what else
4: well and when you look at location um you know we uh we just purchased a, the Murray County School System just purchased a new piece of property for a future elementary school, and uh, anytime we purchase a new piece of property, there's pros and cons of that. How does it affect traffic? The, the the safety aspect of it when you're when you're moving, uh, you know. 300 or 500 or 1,000 kids in and out of an area every day, that, that traffic affects uh, that area of the county. Well, uh, so th- those are other uh, basic questions that um, couldn't be answered. You know, if uh, if a school is placed on uh, uh, West 7th Street, it, it, it greatly affects the uh, the the traffic in that area that and, and i mean we could just name uh issue after issue just from the fact of not knowing where it, where it was going to be placed and then uh the next one the model that they that they had in place uh in the rubric numerous questions were asked uh as far as curriculum goes uh, discipline uh uh how they were going to feed kids just just, and and a lot of times the answer was that that was going to be left up to the principal of that school and and as you can see in the executive director's report that those questions still remained because we had no idea who the leader of that school was going to be
0: and again that was a factor in your decision to vote no
4: exactly exactly
0: all right mr york we're coming to the end of the segment here uh you got a question?
1: Yeah, look, Wayne, one of the criticisms I heard at uh, state representative and several people on the commission was that the verbiage that you all used was plagiarized from somebody else's withdrawal or denial application. What What would you have to say about that? I, I'm a firm believer that if the language meets the criteria, use the language. Why use synonyms to describe something? What's your take on that? Uh,
4: that, that, that issue was uh, brought up from a presentation that was presented to the board um, that was summarizing the information that the uh, review committee and and, and kind of jumped ahead of ourselves but but the process uh, we had to create a review committee to to go over this and then and then that review committee submitted a report to the full board and the, the 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 this issue came up off of a um, presentation that was presented to the board but my comment on that is ultimately there was there was 11 people there were the 11 board members we're the only ones responsible for our vote and 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 that presentation was just a summary of the information that the review committee found and uh, you know anybody can claim anything
1: yeah i was appalled at the uh Representative was going to make threats also against the board because you're an independent body.
4: Yeah, you know that. That uh,
0: if you accept the premise <laughs> of the question.
4: Well, I mean, it, I don't. I, I guess we get threatened every day. You know, <laughs> I don't <know>. that, that's, <laughs> okay.
1: You're right, Wayne. You do get threatened. Every yeah, day. yeah. That's part of like, the
0: job. Yeah, and that's part of it. You got, if, Anytime anybody's mad at you, you're going to hear from them. Anytime anybody wants to. Say you did a good job, you won't hear crickets, and, and that's just the nature of the beast. And uh, so thank you for serving on the Murray County School Board Wayne. You bet. You bet. Uh, all right. A good decision, uh, Wayne. Good decision. Uh, good decision. All right. Let's take a break. Come back.
1: This is Barry Duke, and
3: you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Alert, alert!
2: off maintenance and repairs around your home. This month, Hiller is making it cheaper than ever to get your fall to-do list done. Take advantage of half off your heating tune-up and make sure your family is warm all winter long. And for just $99, Hiller's trusted pros will clear your slower clogged drain. Don't wait until your home's little problems become big ones. Visit HappyHiller.com today to schedule. Happy LB, or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today.
1: Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody out
0: there. Regular special Tuesday guest dude, native son, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. morning. Good morning. Uh, we also have with us today Jerry Bradenbaugh, who is a member of the Murray County Commission, also chair of the Murray County Republican Party. Good morning, Jerry.
5: Good morning, Delk. Good morning,
0: everybody. And we've still got Wayne Lindsay with us. Uh Wayne, we're gonna uh good morning to you. We're gonna get off on some other topics here. Uh you're welcome to jump in anywhere you want or not. <laughs>
3: yeah,
4: I, know, I, got a question I know what lane stay in, I promise.
3: Wayne. Yeah, politicians avoid religion. I don't blame
1: you.
0: Miss <laughs> York, I'm sorry, what's up?
1: Yeah, I got a question I'd like to pose to Wayne and Jerry. Okay. Your Speaker of the House in the state of Tennessee is having a committee to get together on taking or uh, not taking federal funds to the state of Tennessee. I would like to see the commission and the school board get together and have a meeting on what would be the results or uh, an autopsy if that were to happen to the county of Murray.
0: You're talking about federal funds for education. Right. Okay. Yeah, federal funds for education.
4: Well, I'll comment first. I think it's pretty. It would be presumptuous on our part to form an opinion before we see what the plan is. Uh, I, I'm not saying that.
5: Left on 17th Street Northwest.
4: Oh, huh? yeah. I don't know what that is. Somebody. Yeah, talking.
1: I know it's presumptuous, uh, <clears throat> Wayne. But I'm saying you you all know what federal funds you're getting, and the and the county commission. You really need to do some some future looking if it were to happen. What would it do to Murray County students?
4: Well, when I say it's presumptuous, if if the state has a plan, I, I, I'm going to be pretty narrow-minded here. Looking at it just from a local level, if we receive $15 million in, in federal funds and the state has a plan to replace those $15 million, does Murray County schools really care where that money comes from? Like, you
1: know, yeah, but what what's the baggage that will be left not taking the $15 million? Because the basic issue... That they are uh, talking about is the civil rights of students, the gender issues that in our society, and that's that's not right. You no,
4: know, I, I think that it goes back to my original statement. It it would be presumptuous to uh, for me to form an opinion on that without seeing the whole plan, without without knowing what uh, what it entails. What. What does it mean if we don't take federal funds? What what does that look like? Because I I think this is a lot bigger picture than just the the dollars and cents of it. I, I, yeah, it's the, the,
1: it's the effect that's going to happen to students, students with disabilities, students that need help in schools, and the programs that's going to exist. The federal government provides a lot of funds that help not, the average families.
3: I think mean, that's a false premise, Mister York. I think that the, the takeaway is federal. They they they. Badger and bother and and cause paperwork more than the money's worth. It's, historically, it's eleven percent of the state's budget, for uh, from the federal government, and so it's sixteen thousand, fifteen thousand a student, to about fifteen hundred dollars more per student to get them out of the picture. And Tennessee is considering doing that. I mean, you're, it's annoying with sometimes what the feds do, the testing, the things, the, all the paperwork, the cost to do the paperwork. The you know, and, and your presumption is also false that, that somehow Tennessee can't take care of special uh, needs students or can't or some so so racist they can't. Somehow we're going back to Jim Crow if the federal government gets out of the picture. That's ridiculous. Yeah,
1: but you you got educated on federal dollars
3: also. You know, I don't know what it was back then, but it doesn't feel like it.
5: <laughs> well, and and to jump in because I I got. I got named as well. Um it, it would be difficult just on a high level to to state, I agree with, with Wayne, you know, what the effect may be. Um there's one person, uh, Mr. York that you did not mention that would have to be an integral part of that conversation, and that is Doug Lukonen, the county finance director. Nobody knows the books for Murray County better than Doug Lukon. And he could he could do an analysis, he and his staff, and come up with that. Now I'm not a fan of federal funding because with federal funding comes federal strings, and if the state of Tennessee can find a way to either more efficiently spend money um, to provide all those services that are needed, or as Wayne mentioned, come up with the money somewhere else, then I'm I, I am I am a firm believer that one of the biggest mistakes that we ever made was allowing the federal government to form the federal Department of Education. That, that is not part of our Founding Fathers' visions. Um, when, the, when the Charter of Massachusetts was written by John Adams and others, their whole stance was that the state is responsible for providing education to the children, and the federal government should stay out of it. And, and I, I'm a firm believer in that. So if we could find a way to survive without federal funding, I would raise both hands and punch every light that I could find on a county commission voting board. Jerry, I'd like you that all
1: that, that don't want federal funding to list the strings. You, you know, you always throw out a buzzword. What are the strings? Be specific to the people that that are going to try to educate their kids well i don't, don't say jim strings. i don't i
5: don't know all of the details behind what strings come with what federal grant uh and, and all that i can't i can't speak to that but i do know that when you receive money from the federal government the federal government usually tells you how you're going to spend it or on the flip side how you can't spend it and if they were to just write us a check for 15 million dollars and hand it to the state and go here you spend that however you want to we don't care Fine, give me the money, and, and will we as a state will educate our children. But I don't. I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna happen. give
1: you one bu- I'm gonna give you one buzzword string: equity for students. That's
0: that's one of the strings, Mr. Yeah, York. You've been mentioned that the, the reason you want the federal funds is because of the strings, your perceived uh, civil rights violations that are going to occur, the uh, perceived lack of <laughs> special needs services for special needs students. You know all of this stuff. The reason you want federal funds, Mr. York, is you want the
1: strings. So, I want I want to help kids get an education and help and them And don't the best we they all. Can. Yes. But we're, don't we're, we all. We're not talking well, about if You start if you start destroying the system that we have in place, whether it's working well or working bad, then you can you don't have anything to replace it with. All right. I well not we plan go. to replace it. There
5: we go. It. We're not, but we're not talking about equity in the classroom here. Uh, we're not equity, uh, inclusion, ask, and diversity. I'll ask, I'll ask yeah. Mr. Lindsay this because he knows better than I do, uh, being a member of the school board. But when there is a group of children sitting in a math D-E-I. class in in Columbia Central High School, regardless of their color, regardless of their gender or anything else, all of them are looking in the same math book and getting the same instruction. That's equity in education. Where where, where, Mr. York, where you're going is all of the social things that federal funding is supposed to do, having different bathrooms for every, every gender yeah, that you, people you want to men- call themselves. You mentioned
0: gender equity, Mr. York. We the hell know what that means. When, that means, you know,
3: the, and the reassignment and all this stuff. Yeah, that, yeah, that means everybody uses that, any that bathroom. Means, that, that
1: means you, you That means guys playing. That means you give people a... a, a a reason and a, and a way to get educated, not like they used to do well, the special needs know, kids back in the if, day. If, if federal them funds don't the require to that teach them anything. guys play
0: women's sports, they will for the years out. We all know it.
3: So yeah, There's a lot, a lot that goes on there. You see, you have 950,000 students in Tennessee, and and if, you, if you're spending $15,000 per student, it's $1,500 more you have to spend, right? And so it's basically $1.5 five incrementally for the state. I don't know how big the budget for the total state is. Maybe, maybe one one of the folks here knows how big the state budget is, but it doesn't sound like a whole lot. I'm sure uh, the yeah. state budget is not that much bigger. Yeah. So I, they got to weigh whether the strings attached and the bureaucracy. Also, Mr. York, you fill out a lot of forms, as I understand. Coach Lyle can tell you, uh, a lot of forms with the federal government, and they judge you. They come down. It's just a lot of a lot of paperwork, a lot of bureaucracy that need not be. I mean, the, the presumption that Tennessee cannot educate their kids but for the federal government, is a ridiculous
4: premise.
1: I think when you worked for Goldman Sachs, was there a lot of paperwork you had to do?
4: No, not back then, really. Well, I think it's, it'd be foolish no. for, for okay, anybody. Wayne, it'd be foolish for any of us to to determine uh, beforehand that exploring this idea of not taking federal funds is either a really good idea or a bad idea. That uh, That's uh you're just looking at it, Mr. York. I mean, it's a reasonable thing to look at. Yeah, we, we should be more open-minded than that than to to just come to the conclusion right off the bat that, hey, this is great or, no, this is terrible.
1: Well, I'm not saying come to the conclusion, but we need to be uh, in a situation where we understand – what the implications are, Wayne? That's all uh, I'm saying. Before it happens, doing. I mean, and if Ryan, it, happens, approach, approach, it
0: doesn't what, happen, that's that approach doing is it. what they're led you to get it right, it, right on the charter school application. and I, I respect that. I, I want to shift gears a little bit, though, because back to where uh, uh, Ron was when we began. You know, the what's going on in the Middle East between the Israelis and the Palestinians, and maybe the Iranians, the Syrians, and even the Lebanese. Uh, who knows how wide it'll go? Uh, Hezbollah, perhaps, uh, you know, is a religious war that goes back to thousands of years, literally to Genesis, to the beginning of time, uh, and these, you know, uh, Jews and Christians have been warring with uh, uh, Islam for that long, uh, the beginning of time, or vice versa. And Ron saying, you know, Ron said, you know, this is a religious war. We're out of money. Uh, let's just let's not have any
3: U.S. involvement in it, uh, Jerry. Not any. I'm not saying any, but certainly not send troops, and let's be go very carefully with it. I mean, we can back Israel with some technology and things like that. I'm not saying hard line, but understand this is where all wars start. Special forces went into Vietnam. A little little bit here, a little bit there. Before you know, you're in there, right? Uh, you know, we we replaced the Shah in Iran, and you know, and that that that's turmoil over there. I mean, it's just our involvement has not shown anything positive the last fifty years. Twenty trillion dollars, in you know, thousands of American lives we, in, in the Mid East. We replaced the Taliban with the Taliban. We've done nothing. We have no track record.
0: Yeah, we're zero and three for the last sixty years. Yep. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe
1: we'll get it right one time, Del.
0: So let's yeah. just keep
3: trying, Mr. York.
1: <laughs> yeah, go Ukraine. I mean, Delk. you can't just equate dollars and cents to success.
3: Well, Ron's you right. you got
1: to look much deeper to the humanity of the issues.
3: Oh, that what humanity, that though? Now the taliban got $83 billion worth of Biden's weapons over there, oppressing what? women and throwing gays off of buildings.
1: Money, whatever. Again, Ron, you can't always equate. Humanity with dollars and cents. All right,
0: humanity.
3: Well, Jerry, I think you. Right. Um, how have we help humanity? What? What, Jerry? What's I'm, your? I mean, how many North right. Vietnamese do we kill over there? That that, that, that that humanity? How many happened in World War Two? Well, that was the, that humanity. Had a, you had an aggressive leader going over borders. How many you
1: happened had, in Iraq?
3: All right. So, in, so Vietnam, humanity? where we killed probably over a million North Vietnamese, I forget what the number is. It's just staggering. We lost fifty-three thousand. We killed over a million. What, how is that humanity? With well, napalm, with orange, Agent Orange, what, what what do we do over there? We did what we thought was right at that time. I'm not saying it
1: was it was it was a gross mistake to try to stop communism from taking over a country. It's a world view, Ron. You have no world view.
3: You have no understanding no of what the big picture right now, is other than what dollar
1: and cents.
3: You equate know. everything you to I dollar no and cents. You're, you're the one stumbling on this thing. You can't prove I'm anything. I'm not stumbling. That you've done. I'm telling you it What, was what the, did we gain in Vietnam? What, what did we gain in Vietnam? We gained time. 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 Better question is, be. what are we what are we going to gain if uh Ukraine prevails over Russia? what what do we get if ukraine prevails? he pushes them back about 300 miles away from nato which they're never going to cross nato's line ukraine's corrupt they couldn't get into nato because they're corrupt the donbass region was a part of russia historically i think the easy answer is to give them the donbass region he already got crimea under under obama and nobody whimpered that's my whole point little, if ukraine
0: think, wins we get
3: nothing we ain't nothing. Very quick, Doug. Why I need to make a correction. Go, Jerry, he go. People? Jerry, I got
5: my first, my first reference earlier today. I was mistaken. I referenced the 12th chapter of Genesis. It's actually the 16th chapter of Genesis. Verses 11 and 12 is where he promises Ishmael.